John Burkett is a longtime crime reporter at WTVR TV6, the CBS station here in Richmond. He was doing this back when I was at his uh, <laughs> a competitor at Channel 8, so I've known him for a long time, and he shoots straight, um, double entendre not intended. And he's with us this morning to talk about the press conference by the acting P- P- police chief in Richmond. John, I'm, I'm reading the Times-Dispatch this morning, and of course, you know, the headline that matters. You would think that things are better in Richmond uh, in 2022 than they had been if you read the headline, but then I get to paragraph three and four, and I'm not so sure that the data actually reveals that. Am I being too cynical and too nasty, or objectively, what do you think? Well, it is better in the sense that the homicide numbers are down drastically, but then Dead you go people. to paragraph you go to paragraph three or four, and you realize that we had more people shot yeah. in 2022 than the other year. So it tells you that basically, if you read that data, that the folks at BC Medical Center are doing a great job of saving people mm. that come in those doors with gunshot wounds. Right. So the number of non-fatal shootings in 2021. When some of us were still kind of in lockdown, it wasn't total lockdown, 244 in 2021, 256 last year in 2022. Right. So to say that things are better, I just don't see how you look at that number and think that's good. And then the multiple shooting thing, uh, 31 yeah. multiple shootings involving 68 yeah. victims in 2021. In 2022, 33 multiple shootings with 80 victims. So, come on. Yeah, let's give, let's go down to VCU MCV and applaud the the surgeons who were working overnight on Friday nights and Saturday nights when these uh, street thugs shoot each other because they did a great job. But I'm not sure that anybody in the city of Richmond, no offense to the police chief, who I don't know, I don't think you can take credit for fixing anything here. Well, I will tell you this though. Since that, since Rick, Rick Edwards took over, yeah. the numbers for homicides and shootings—if they did a, a comparison on that—I mm-hmm. mean, it's declined dramatically. And that's because he has deployed officers in hot spots throughout the city to try and curb the violence before it, it spirals out of control. So, if you look at the numbers from when he took over in November mm-hmm. to now, you'd say, okay. There has been a drastic uh, decrease in some of these violent crime numbers, but that's not how they do it. They compare it from year to year. Yeah. So obviously, Gerald Smith was in charge for most of those shootings, mm-hmm. and now that he's taken over in November, I would I would tell you that personally, I think you know the numbers have decreased drastically because I haven't been out on scenes as much as I was the year before. Gotcha. All right, now, you know what? I appreciate you bringing that up, because I want to be fair to people. Uh, And as you point out, uh, he says that he targeted police efforts in the 25 hottest blocks for violent crime, which is going back to the old way of policing, where, hey, we know where the trouble is, and it's not racial, it's just, hey, this is where this is happening, and we're going right. to make sure that we t- uh, clamp down on this in these neighborhoods. And this is where we're this is where we're deploying our resources, yeah. and that's what's that's what's happened. And you've seen a, a huge cutback in, in communities like uh, Southwood, and uh, you know pockets like Mosby Court, where normally it's hot year round. It's it's calmed down a lot. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what are you hearing from the rank and file? 
cops that you've been friends with for years or the you know the people who are in the police force is this is this leadership change working for them is there still an exodus or are they getting more solid people to come back to the force in richmond are we still in a crisis there Uh, i mean obviously the numbers are still way down i mean when you you, a year and a half ago you were bleeding men left men and women left and right you were losing them left and right but i know that because of the relationship this acting chief has with folks that he worked with prior i know some of the guys and girls that left for other agencies because they thought the grass was greener on the other side Mm -hmm. it didn't take much for him to say hey come on back we'll equal that payout we'll give you a take-home car and you can and rejoin where you left off, and they come. Oh, okay. Is is that a significant yeah. number? Or is I, just... I know. Well, I know of at least six or seven in Henrico that have done that. They've gone to Henrico and then come back to to Richmond. Mm-hmm. Now, in all fairness, I mean, I got a lot of access to grind with the city of Richmond and with Mayor Stoney, and and you know, I'll just I'll be upfront acknowledge that I think it's time for a real cleaning of the house in the city council and the in the administration, with the mayor and the whole gang. This is not just a Richmond problem, right? We've got, what, what do the numbers look like uh, oh, surrounding Richmond? Well, I mean, this year alone, if you look at the numbers of how Hopewell started off, Hopewell's already at four homicides, mm-hmm. and Hopewell is a tiny city. So and what's that all I would, Is that drugs? I, it's a lot of drugs and gang activity and and it's man, it's young kids, man, kids that uh, you know shouldn't have guns to begin with. Mm-hmm. So young teenagers, there's a lot going on. Yeah, teenagers, uh, young folks like in their uh, late twenties, early thirties, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, for for a town like I mean, Hopewell, man, normally has four homicides in a year, mm-hmm. and to have four homicides in a month, I mean, it's taken. A toll on that community down there because they've had to call in the state police. They've got the sheriff's department working in tandem with them because they just don't have the manpower to to fight crime, fight violent crime like that. Mm-hmm. Do you track on Petersburg? How's Petersburg looking? Petersburg's got nothing this year. Knock on wood. I mean, it's uh, they're they're doing you know they're starting off great. So Richmond's got three this year. They had uh, a double. Uh, shooting the other night was like a robbery gone bad where uh, a guy was shot in the parking lot and then the suspect was shot as well. I'm not sure which one passed away, but one of them died. Uh, and that was number three because early in the day they had number two on, on Maury Street. Yeah. Um, now, I've been warning, and, you know, one of my bosses kind of mocks me about this. He really thinks that I'm um, – well, I don't know that he's calling me a liar, but he thinks that I'm just fanning the flames of discontent in the community by saying, be careful about the counties. You know, I bought a place in Henrico, even though I would have preferred to live, you know, yuppie life in uh, in Richmond City. That would have been fun, and Alonzo certainly would have enjoyed it more than living in the right. quiet suburbs. But I was like, I'm not doing that. And I've been warning that this stuff is going to start coming further and further into the West End, into Chesterfield, mm-hmm. where there's that uh, overlap with the city. And what was it last night? We had a we had a shooting last night. That was in Chesterfield, though, right? Yeah, well, I, I'm not sure where it took place. Where it happened. But he, he, yeah, he ended up on the Chesterfield side of Chippenham Hospital in the parking deck, and that's where Ugh. he passed away. 
is is that isolated or is my theory that my boss is mocking so much kind of proving to be true that we're beginning to see more of this i mean john if you if you look at the data from last year i mean that had to be a record-breaking year for enrico for homicide numbers it was it was a lot and then you got Chesterfield that had 18 homicide victims that had to at least tie their record. Now I say homicide victims because remember they had that one where four homicide victims were in one were in one incident. Mm. So they had 18 homicide victims. That's a that's a lot for Chesterfield. Yeah. So I, I, I can't remember. A source of mine told me a number that said back when Chief Middleton was in charge in Henrico. Uh, the number of crimes per, I don't know, there's a thousand people was, was, uh, like in the, the mid twenties. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And now that now it's creeping up to the mid thirties. Yeah. So we got a problem. Uh, we better be yeah. op- open eyed about it and not try to cover it up. Let's just, let's just be candid. Hey, before we run, I know you, you stay above the politics, and I appreciate that. I'm the one that always drags you into an uncomfortable situation. But do you have any reaction to the parole board report from Jason Miaris, or you you don't want to talk about that? I don't well, know. I think to echo what he said uh, when he first gave statements with uh, his press conference yesterday is it's yeah. worse than we thought it was. And the number of violent offenders that were let go in one month's time, 137 violent offenders compared to four that were nonviolent. That was striking to me. I was like, wow. No kidding. And then we talk about the Vincent Martin case and, you know, the, the, uh, uh, convicted cop killer. You talk about that case. And then the RS gives examples of others that are more egregious. And, and I'm sure he'll talk about those in his half hour, mm-hmm. but, uh, it just makes you scratch your head. Like what was, what was going on here? You well, know? yeah. How do how do you justify? Look, I could see during a pandemic, somebody got you know was caught stealing, um, um, I, I don't know, catalytic converters off of a car, or stealing tennis shoes or something. Get them out of the jail. Okay, I listen. I'm not gonna fight with you over that. Go ahead and do it. But we're talking about rapists and, and murderers. What is going? That's insanity. Hey, I got to run, but I'll be looking for you tonight on uh, Channel 6, WTVR, CBS 6. As always, John Burkett, the Crime Insider. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me, bud.